This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Death. Few people really like talking about it, and indeed, it is a delicate topic. Some do choose to ignore it, but we as Catholics can't, and we never really have. There are deep and crucial questions being asked in our world today regarding end-of-life issues, and the Catholic faith has the answers. My guest today is a good example of one who is tirelessly proclaiming those answers, author of the book, We Are the Lords, A Catholic Guide to Difficult End-of-Life Questions. Father Jeffrey Kirby discusses this difficult but necessary topic through the moral lens, which is the lens that the whole world needs to be looking through. Here it is, my conversation with Father Jeff Kirby. Hi, Father. Hello, John. Thanks for coming back on. Not a lot of people like talking about death, Father. You probably know that. Yet you wrote an entire book trying to end that. You want people to start talking about it again. Why? Exactly, yeah. So uh, obviously death is an uncomfortable subject for, for many, but um, but we have to realize that as Christians, even the dying process uh, is a part of our discipleship. And as our medical technology advances, uh, more and more there are questions about how to die morally, how to die in a virtuous manner, how to die what we used to call a holy death. So I think this book can be helpful uh, to allow our discipleship uh, to be a a real part, uh, even uh, in our dying process. What are some of the big questions as a pastor? Because I know you uh, have a master's in moral theology, but what what are some of the questions as a pastor you get, or most popular questions regarding death? Yes, across the board, uh, the three main issues that come up, and of course there are a lot of issues, but these are the three main ones. The first is nutrition, hydration, when it's artificially administered. That means when we need food and water and it's being given to us by um, by feeding tube of, or of some sort. So that's the first, artificial nutrition, hydration. The second is, is pain management. Uh, when can pain medication be given to what level? Uh, what if it expedites a person's death? And the third are our questions relating to informed consent and a person's medical proxy. It means if we lose uh, consciousness or ability to make decisions, uh, who has been appointed uh, to make those decisions for us? So those are the three main issues. I want you to expand on nutrition and hydration. Is it ever okay to withhold nutrition and hydration from someone? Yes, uh, under these conditions. When the body is no longer assimilating food, uh, our body is an amazing thing. The scriptures tell us we are wonderfully made, and the body will know when it's dying and begin then to shut down. It's like turning off lights uh, in, in a house. When the body begins to do that, there's organs shut down, and uh, the body will not uh, receive food anymore. Then, yes, under those conditions, artificial nutrition hydration I should say nutrition hydration in general can be suspended because it serves no good. However, when the body can still assimilate it, even if a person is dying, someone has terminal cancer, and the, but the body is still assimilating food, means they're still living. The, the, the body is not yet ready uh, to enter the dying process. Then nutrition hydration has to be given up. That part is very important because the medical community across the board 
considers any use of nutrition hydration in an artificial manner as extraordinary. As Catholics, we do not. Our understanding of extraordinary care, that means care that's morally optional, not obligatory. For us, our understanding of extraordinary care is far more holistic. So uh, when a body can receive food, we have to give the person food and water, even if it's done artificially. So that is the battleground when it comes to end-of-life care. Uh, is precisely that question about food and water. You mentioned pain management. Uh, what What is the questions that you get regarding pain management? Probably the, the principal one is uh, caregivers uh, are concerned. Well, if I give the level of pain medication that's needed to my loved one, uh, it may expedite their death. Mm. Um, is that euthanasia? And under that condition, it is not. We are allowed, morally allowed, obliged, to give pain medication to help alleviate a person's pain. When that's our intention, I just want this person not to be in pain, then we can give the level of medication that's required. Even if we foresee that this may expedite their death, because our intention is not to expedite their death. Now, if we wanted to do that, I want this person to die, I want it to hurry quickly, then that would be euthanasia. But in this case, our intention is not to take the person's life or to expedite the death, but to simply alleviate the pain. So we say in moral theology, although the expedition of death is foreseen, it is not intended. And morally, that's a huge point. So if I'm giving pain medication simply to help someone not suffer, uh, and that is my intention, then it's morally permissible. Euthanasia, assisted suicide on the rise. Uh, we see this in, in many different states taking this up right now. Why is it not okay to allow someone to decide, say they have terminal cancer, when they want to die on their own terms? Yes, so as believers, we have an, an easier answer to give. Of course, there's a broader answer that can be given philosophically to, to any person of goodwill. I want both. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we'll start with the broader answer. Well, we know as human beings that, uh, that we do not simply belong to ourselves. Mm. Uh, the greatest struggle in any of these questions, any life question, beginning of life, questions throughout our life, and then at the end of life, is the struggle we have is, is with this notion of autonomy. Uh, and, and in our culture now, we define autonomy as uh, I am the sovereign self. I will determine what I do, when I do, how I do. We, we, we believe this philosophically. We argue this. In reality, that, that's complete foolishness. Hmm. I, I can't decide. I, I can't even decide in my neighborhood when to put out my garbage can. Right. Like I can get fined if I, I put was hoping you'd go here. I was so hoping you'd go here, uh, Father. Keep going. Yes, and so I think that in reality, we know that we are a part of a vast network of relationships and responsibilities, duties, rights, and so on. So it's precisely that understanding of, of reality, of, of who we are, that when it comes to questions even of our dying, we have to realize that we have responsibilities to others, and others have responsibilities to us. Oftentimes I hear from people who say, well, I, I don't want to keep doing this, I don't want to be a burden to my children. And I joke and say, you know, uh, too late. You've been a burden to them since the day they were born. <laughs> you know, like, you know that that um, you know uh, love is is about burden. People are not burdens. Care can be burdensome, of course, 
But um, but our responsibility is, is to allow others to draw those virtues from us and to draw those virtues from other people. So in terms of, of why would we say to someone, you know, you alone cannot decide this, is because we are not our own. Uh, we are members uh, of a community. We are members of, respons- of a network of responsibility. So that's the broadest philosophical argument we could make. And then, of course, biblically, as Christians, uh, we are told the title of the book is taken from Paul's exhortation, both in life and in death, we are the Lord's, right? So we don't decide this. Uh, our discipleship does not go on pause when we enter the dying process. The Catholic Church tells us that the, we are most united to Christ in our dying process, since he chose to die like we would. And our dying process can be one of the last gifts in this life that we give to our Lord. So we have to seek the guidance of truth, and we can't determine for ourselves, only for ourselves, in whatever way we want, these essential questions of dying, and that includes uh, food and water. This battle is not going away, Father. I mean, you, you see it, I'm sure, intensifying. Absolutely. Oh, and when you describe that there is an increase of, of euthanasia, of physician-assisted suicide, absolutely. Uh, we had now have to realize that in our respect life efforts, uh, we are now dealing a two fr- fighting a two-front battle, uh, the beginning of life with abortion and various issues, and then with the end of life. And the real battle at the end of life is food and water. I mean, we are literally fighting a battle over whether or not we are going to starve people to death. Hmm. Uh, that's where we are as a society. And I want to point out just broadly, a civilized society always understands that the sick and the vulnerable among them are not burdens. When we started pushing the vulnerable as burdens, we are entering a barbaric society. A civilized society is one that approaches the vulnerable and the sick as blessings and opportunities for selfless service. In the West, inspired by Christian principles, we have always understood this. As Christians, we've certainly understood this. As that begins uh, to fade, uh, we have to be careful of where our society might go. Uh, Pope St. John Paul II would constantly warn us that the threat of barbarism is always at the gates, and we have to realize that our decisions have consequences. Hmm. It's powerful. Uh, we need books like this, Father. Uh, you're, you're at the forefront here uh, fighting this battle, I know, uh, and you're the man to do it, a very intelligent uh, priest. Uh, the book is called We Are the Lords, A Catholic Guide to Difficult End-of-Life Questions. And I want to say, before I let you go, Father, it, it seems to me that many Catholics um, that, that I speak to on this, uh, they're, they're not as resistant. Uh, as, I, I think many are interested uh, and are willing to sit down and have the conversation, at least from what I've found. So books like this can only help that, friends. If you know someone that might be interested or is in that phase right now, of course, Questioning, well, why can't someone uh, decide when they die? Or why, why can't we withhold this or that from, from someone? Uh, get this book. This is going to really, I think, help and guide you. We Are the Lords, A Catholic Guide to Difficult End-of-Life uh, Questions. You can get it on Amazon. Otherwise, you can go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it, they will order it for you. Father Jeff Kirby. Father, thank you for coming on. You're always welcome on this show. My pleasure, John. Thank you. God bless you. So there you have it, friends. Again, I know this topic isn't easy to talk about, but we have to, especially in our world today. It is imperative that we as Catholics help to answer these crucial questions, or at least guide others to these answers. Lives are at stake. Big thanks to Father Jeffrey Kirby 
my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, inviting your friends to take part in the show. Visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Linetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.